Brought to you by Sweat Equity Fitness, Film Buffs and Gym Rats is a film review podcast featuring three mutual friends coming together to discuss, debate, and share all things movies. From Oscar winners and personal favorites to trailers and news, join us as we experience film the way it should be, together. Coming up today, 2017's Wind River. You know an open season when uh, beavers are having lunch? I have a piece of wood? Guy looks at What do you got? Wood? You? Wood? You want to trade? Sure. That's what happened with the mics just there. <laughs> Not too far off anyway. And we're back. It is open season. What's up guys? Hello. Hello, hello. How we doing? Awesome as always, you know. Yeah, living the dream. One day at a time. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Happy to hear it. Zach, why did you choose Wind River, bro? I chose Wind River because when I first watched it a couple years ago, it like really stuck with me. I watched it with my siblings and we all thought it was like crazy good and it's a lesser known movie. No one really knows about it. Um, Hidden gem. Yeah, for sure. Anka Jam. <laughs> I said Anka Jam. <laughs> was that a Julia Fox who said that? I guess that? so. Oh my gosh. She was but his muse for Anka Jam. <laughs> It's a little bit cyberbullying, but it was funny. It's the way funny she how she said it. Like, <laughs> like, come on, what do you use words? <laughs> you dug yourself your grave there. Like. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, she killed it in that movie playing basically hers. It's the whole Eminem Eight Mile thing again. I actually haven't seen it. Okay, so the movie is basically one big anxiety attack, but she plays <laughs> a socialite type party girl, okay. and that apparently is who she is in real life. Oh. So she nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Would She's you say like, that's uh, accurate? Well, her and Adam Sandler are like in a relationship. And, and you got to give it to my boy Sandler. Because every Sandler. movie he does, he goes, you know who should be my wife? Salma Hayek. <laughs> you know who should be my wife? Kate Beckinsale. You know who should be my wife? This girl. Julia Fox. I yeah. mean, I was going to make a joke there, but I'm not even going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay, yeah. going to leave it alone. Yeah, yeah okay. That's okay. it. It's only our fifth episode. We can't be canceled. <laughs> okay. Just supernova. Burn bright. Die young. Yeah. Out. We're That's burning it. bridges already. That's it. <laughs> no one listens anymore. But right. So Wind River, because yeah. you absolutely adore Jeremy Renner, his um, performance in Tag inspired you. Yeah. And you did so, a deep dive on his career. Yeah. Jeremy Renner's acting is like a no other. Like in every movie, he's so diverse. Um, <laughs> he doesn't play the same character after Hawkeye. No, this well, movie he, literally opens up and he's sniping a wolf, yeah. and I go, "Of course he is." I know. I was like, I, I really kind, I can't think of him in any other films off the top of my head besides like the town. Being... That's the only one where he's a Dude. little oh, different. Yeah. This performance is my second favorite performance of Jeremy Renner, next to the town. Yeah, because in the town, he's absolutely glorious. That the moment great. where he goes, "We're gonna hurt some people." <laughs> and he just takes a moment. He goes, whose car are we going to take? <laughs> I go, yes, we all need a friend like that. Yeah. And then at the very end, Don Draper goes, come up with your handjobs. And he just gives the most brilliantly delivered line. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Slurps his soul. He's like, fuck you, cop. Yeah, the accent makes it for sure, man. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you're new right here. Yeah, the town. That's that was so good. I haven't seen that in a while. So ben passing emotion, we're gonna call an audible here. We're just doing the town and knowing Jocelyn, probably halfway through we'll change it to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we're we're doing winners. Zach, tell us why you actually chose this movie. Um, I mean, I could tell you why, but then I would be ruining something later on. Oh shit. Um, I just this this movie, yeah, just really resonated with me. I wanted to share it to other people because I think it's a movie that needs to be watched and loved because it's fucking amazing. Um, I literally love everything about this movie. It's just top notch. The music really. Yeah, I just I could go on. It like, was beautifully shot. It was very well done. Mm-hmm. The it color was, palettes are yeah. phenomenal. The greens, the browns, the whites. The whites. Yeah. There's like, a lot of white. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of white. This movie mm-hmm. literally takes place in a blizzard. Yeah. yeah. This movie was shot in Winnipeg. <laughs> I was just gonna say this movie resonates with everything we've lived the past two months. Like Winnipeg oh, doesn't have mountains though. The sky <laughs> is the same color as the ground. Yeah. Not wrong. Not mm-hmm. wrong. Was anyone familiar with anything about this movie before it happened? I mentioned to Zach that I'd actually seen a clip of this movie, the basically big climactic scene at the end. I had seen that on Instagram, one of those film movie accounts, Mm -hmm. but I never knew what film it was from. But beyond that, that was the extent of my knowledge of this film before watching it. Zach, obviously you've seen it. Did you know or hear about this at all? Zero. Like, I had no idea. I had never heard of it. I hadn't seen any clips. Mm. You know, Netflix kind of gives you that um, little clip when it kind of oh, yeah. goes through the films and stuff, which is like partway through the movie, what it right. shows you. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, sure. And then, but I was like in it in the first like five minutes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. girl is like running. She's barefoot. It's fucking cold. I'm like, this bitch yeah. has got. Or it's like she's going and then you know unfortunately obviously she doesn't make it but yeah honestly when this movie started i thought i was watching no time to die because <laughs> i'm pretty sure the latest 007 <laughs> starts the exact same way yeah something uh, yeah. kind of like that i mean it's cold is there snowing right yeah like, there was just a younger girl running across yeah. a lake with snow everywhere and i thought oh <laughs> 007, not as clever as I thought. Just blatantly ripped off. Not so well-known classic, Wind River. But, but I... Go ahead. She fell in the lake. Right. She did not. She just mm. fell straight into the snow. Mm. So there is quite a bit of a difference there, too. A.K.A. Jocelyn's going, watch your mouth if you come for my boy James Bond, because I'm going to get you. Okay, Daniel Craig, amazing James Bond. Like... He's right. the best. He's the Whenever best he does other things that aren't James Bond, though, I go, you're James Bond. <laughs> what about <laughs> Knives Out, though? He's super different. Yeah, yeah but that, yeah. his part in that movie is the most unenjoyable part for me. What? <laughs> when I see Daniel Craig do things that aren't James Bond, it reminds me of when I see John Krasinski do anything. I go, you're Jim mm. Hopper. <laughs> okay, but, but John... this is why the cast of Friends... Never had success outside of Friends. Jennifer like Jennifer Aniston? Aniston did a few movies, but you go, no, you're Rachel. Courtney Cox did some like stuff. Lost in Space, Matt LeBlanc. You go, no, you're Joey. Don't go <laughs> yeah, to space. I yeah. didn't Dig holes on the that. beach. <laughs> Try to pee on Monica. Fail. Get Chandler to do it. Tease him through the wall. I don't even like Friends, to be honest. Yeah, me The either. laugh track didn't age well. It just... <sighs> even when it was like on TV, and like we were old enough for it to be like running and on TV, but like... Do you see how she addresses me as old, but can't say how old without revealing herself? (laughs) Touche. Touche. We were old enough. We saw it on TV, right? When it was new. I have no problem saying I'm 30, going to be 31 this year. I have no shame in my age. Because you're 
Will Smith making it look good at 30. <laughs> no, listen, the rest listen. of us, a little bit I less. think we're doing okay, Angelo. 30 is oh, still young. You guys got to realize. Yeah. When you think about it, how thanks, long I, people yes. live for nowadays. Yeah, no shit. Like, you, we've, we're you, only not even like a quarter way there. Yeah, you got lots of time, bro. You're good. Like, we're I fine. I know. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No need for a moment of silence about this. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, fuck friends. Yeah, yeah dude. And you know what? How I Met Your Mother, you betrayed me with that finale. Oh, fuck you too. Fuck, fuck you too. Seinfeld reigns supreme. Because you can watch that show today and it still holds up. Mm. Rest of Development, though. That shit's oh, supreme. Oh my god. I hear good things. Haven't seen it. Okay. Season four, skip it entirely. Yeah. You don't need to watch season four. Fair. Like, Office was going strong. Then Michael left. Shit got hazy. Parks and Rec. They just did. Um, Quincy Jones' daughter Rashida is so dirty in that show. She just dated everybody, which hey, God bless, support, empowerment, but also just did her character no favors. Mm. I never. Frasier, no. Nah. Seinfeld's number one, and then there's Fifty Feet of Crap, and then there's everything else. <laughs> I don't know. I never got into Seinfeld. I won't lie. It doesn't translate well in it, Costa Rica's language. I, it, it must not. I don't know. I never got into it. I just actually, I, I kind of really don't care for it at all. I'm never seen Tyson it. loves it. And I'm like, there you go. See, ugh. my guy Tyson, I'm telling you. Yeah. The guy just sounds like such a beaut. It's like curb your enthusiasm. I just want to punch that guy straight in the <laughs> face repeatedly until he's just unconscious. A little I mean, bit. more than fair. More than fair. But, That's with Larry David, right? Okay, yes. Yeah. But, but this back movie, to why we're here. Yes. As I saw who directed this movie, I love his other two movies. Sicario, oh, which yeah. is a gangster of mm-hmm. a film. Yep. And Hell or High Water with my guy Chris Pine. Yep. Chris Pine can do real acting when he wants to. Yep. He's great in that movie. Same with Ben Foster. Ben and Foster Jeff is the king of playing guys who are deranged and on the verge of killing everyone. 100%. <laughs> Alpha Dog, 310 to Yuma, Hell or High Water. He plays the same dude, but he nails it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so when I saw he did this movie, I go, oh, okay. Yeah. This movie's going to be legit AF. He directed yeah. this one, too. He wrote the other ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so he yeah. wrote his writing credits, but this is the actual first film that he actually directed, which is pretty cool. Oh, but he wrote I this, did, too. Oh, yeah. He, I guess he didn't direct the other ones. Yeah, he right? didn't direct those, but he wrote and directed this one. Yeah. And it's inspired by real events, which is pretty eye-opening, considering yeah. right. like how much... Like, this film takes place in the States, and it deals with uh, indigenous women being disappeared and, mm-hmm. and you know lost cases because mm-hmm. Corey Jeremy Renner, um, his daughter, went missing. Yeah. Um, and they don't tell you that right at the beginning of no. the movie, yeah. which I really liked because mm-hmm. when they like you understand like oh he's he's like he's um seems like this really like cold mm-hmm. you know very reserved, to, very reserved dude and then you find out like you always kind of have your suspicions like oh I think yeah. you know maybe his you lost someone. You see the picture frames. Yeah. You see the snowsuit of the girl of Emily. And then when he's talking to Chip, you realize that oh, like Chip takes a shot at him and be like, oh, the only thing you have in this land is that you lost your ex-wife and yeah. your daughter. And then then yeah. he smacks his head. And then you realize oh, he lost someone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this takes place in the states, but here in Canada, like lots of women, indigenous, indigenous yeah. <coughs> excuse me, particularly women, go missing. Um, and was the lake called Wind River or was the reserve Wind River? That they- I think it's the reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the reserve. But yeah. I had an interesting um, thing about real life missing cases. While they filmed on location, um, one of the tribe, uh, a couple of the tribal leaders 
uh, told the director that there was 12 unsolved murders currently while they were filming on that location. Wow. So that just perspective of like, like what actually goes down with That's huge so ass yeah. areas and there's no one around, no one living. Yeah. So it's, it's heavy. It's yeah, heavy. I was going to tease you and say, wow, that is interesting. But the subject of what you said, I couldn't tease you because yeah. that's serious. It's serious and, stuff. Yeah. And that's a thing. I mean, here in Canada, we have an immensely large indigenous population. And this is a real issue yeah. that happens, mm-hmm. you know, and much like the movie talks about, I don't think it deserves enough recognition. It's something Heath Ledger says in The Dark Knight. I say a tank full of soldiers is going to blow up and nobody bats an eye, but I say I'm going to kill the mayor and everybody freaks out, Yeah, you know, because it just, unfortunately, it just seems to be a situation that happens. And I don't think anyone clearly has, anyone who can make a difference, I don't think knows how to make a difference or choosing not to. I mean, that would be cause for further speculation, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, it's very tough. The director and writer... I looked up a quote about how he came about doing this movie. And I thought it was interesting, as you said, Zach. He goes, I wanted to write a movie about what happens if a piece of steel and a piece of granite bang against each other until one breaks. And that's something referencing Corey, played by Jeremy Renner's conversation with Chip. Because mm-hmm. Chip goes, I'm just angry at the world all the time. Yeah. He goes, so am I. But I just figured <laughs> the world would win. So I just tried to be productive about it. Exactly. And that's what I mean. You just see... How Corey, which is the main character of the film, life just beats his ass, not necessarily in the submission, but one of my unanswered questions that then the movie answered is, he's there to hunt these lions. That's what the reserve hired him to do. Yet she goes, why don't, can you help me do this? And he just goes, okay. And I thought, oh, that was easy. But then as the plot lays out, you go, oh, this is his chance because yeah. he has been beaten in submission, his pants or his chance, his opportunity to get even or right. with the universe or take this opportunity, to not only solve what happened here, but take back a piece of his life and get some form of closure, if you want to call it that, for his own loss. For yeah. sure. Because wasn't there also a picture of the girl and his daughter together? Yeah, they were, yeah, they were best friends. Yeah, they yeah. were best friends. So, like, obviously it's going to resonate with him that much more. So when he said yes, and he's like, yes, I'll help you, he's going hunting. But he's hunting for, like, the murderer. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, just, I was like, this is phenomenal. Like, it, it was quite breathtaking. This is an extremely well done film. I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cinematography was really amazing. Even that scene beautiful. at the beginning where he shoots the the scene or the movie opens mm-hmm. with him killing a wolf that was hunting or killing the sheep of the local farmer or yeah. whatnot. And it was so realistic. The movie got controversy because they thought they killed a wolf to make this movie. Yeah, I, th- but, I thought he actually killed the wolf yeah, too. But I looked yeah, it, up. it was taxidermist, like when they have stuffed yeah, animals. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't, but that's how it starts. But it looks so real. It totally. They went all in on this. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought the cinematography was great. And I thought they absolutely nailed the casting in this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, dude. Lots of great indigenous actors as well and actresses. Mm-hmm. Like the grandpa and the grandma, they were great. Uh, Martin, the dad of Natalie, and his, he was great. Yeah. yeah, his wife as well. Um, and I noticed there's lots of handheld camera. Like when you're not getting a cinematography, like landscape shots of the mountains mm. and the trees, the gorgeous plains. There's lots of handheld. I noticed. Well, when Corey was doing his monologue, when he and 
sorry, Elizabeth Olsen's character. I don't remember her name. Uh, Jane. Yeah. Jane, when he's telling her about what happened to his daughter. Yeah. You can see they zoom in on him. The camera is purposely kind of shaky, shaky yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I, I took that to represent how he tries to hold it together, but mm-hmm. you see how, because as you said, he face. seems very reserved and stoic, yeah. but on the inside, this is a guy who's barely keeping it together. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he apologized. He like turned away and he felt like yeah. embarrassed for like starting to cry in front of her and yeah. showing these feelings that he needed to, that he bundled up inside and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's um, I really I really like the music too, because mm-hmm. I was talking to Angela about this uh, earlier. But um, earlier when we were talking about this, yeah, behind your back. Sorry, that comes and trains at the Jew, and every time he comes in, we go. Say it, say it, say it. We gotta say it. And but then yeah. we were scared Jocelyn was gonna beat our ass. So yeah, he didn't really even say it. So I have no, this is gonna be brand new information to me. <laughs> okay, but when uh, Corey's on his snowmobile and he's tracking. Um, this is when he, before he finds the body. Okay. So he's on a snowmobile and he sees these tracks. When he's on the snowmobile, the music is a little bit more intense. It's a little yeah. bit more vivid, uh, more lifelike. And then as soon as he hops off his snowmobile and he's tracking the on foot, like he's using his two legs, the music is a lot more quieter, yeah. representing like the he's, tone. he's hunting essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're on the vehicle, loud and noisy, but then when he's on foot trying to ste- uh, sneak up to something. Being stealthy. Yeah. Like yeah. I said. See, now he's saying being stealthy. But <laughs> earlier when he told it to me, he goes, you know why, bro? Stealth. <laughs> I said, like, it represents stealth. Yeah. The music. Actually yeah. Well, you're hid. not wrong. That's right. Yeah. He actually hid. I couldn't see him. Then I just saw his head pop. I guess. <laughs> stealth. Which, not to go back to Daniel Craig for one moment, but the best line in Casino Royale, James Bond, is when he... Midway through the poker game, Le Chief leaves and James Bond tails him. So him and Vesper in the hallway and then somebody's coming. So they start making out or no, before that, rather, he goes, go to the elevator. So she goes to the <laughs> elevator, but it's locked. Then he very aggressively whispers, Stas. <laughs> You'd miss it. It's like a hummingbird's wings. But that's what Zach reminded me of earlier. Oh, Just okay. stealth. See, he didn't know where that was going, and now I landed the plane. He goes, "Thank you for that." Well, I'm glad okay. I can uh, represent uh, James Bond. That's you know, just James Bond vibes, man. I yeah, mean, at some point, you'll have to tell everybody what you did last Saturday and how well it went. And yeah, just... you know what? That will be uh, again, you guys, ears only. A couple people I know, know. I know. YouTube. Soon, soon, soon. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on the guy. But yeah, <laughs> the music was super legit. Yeah, and I felt for me. The main thing I really enjoyed was the relationships between the characters. Mm-hmm. And one of the top things about that I enjoyed is they didn't make Jane, Elizabeth Olsen, and Jeremy Renner's Corey suddenly be all, lovey oh, we just went through this traumatic experience together. Yeah. Let's fuck. Yeah. 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 No unnecessary love story here. Just two people accomplishing something and that's it. There was no sexualization of the female quote-unquote main character mm-hmm. i really liked that because like, for the weird little oh wear this and your underwear will go up your ass oh it looks like you it's in there already that was weird but right we can look bit, past but that. i think that, that was, was like, to establish different culture yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but i, don't I, I think, see your point they I also need to throw the a little grandmother normally sees the thong yeah right like it's mm. definitely not up her alley well, that's what <laughs> i also like they when jane for kind of first is meeting these people and getting to know them she kind of has her typical FBI stone cold robot. Yeah. 
um, facade on. And as the movie progresses, she slowly strips that away. She slowly yeah. seem, like gets to know what it's like to live here. Because when she shows up, she's just wearing like a little jacket. Right. She ain't wearing yeah. anything to protect her from the cold. So yeah. And when she's talking to Martin about Natalie, he's like, why does it... Why is it when you people always come here, you always insult us? Mm-hmm. And she had, she's like, that's when I noticed, like, oh, FBI, kind of robotic, you know, just suit, mm-hmm. don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. But the movie gives her more uh, personality and more, uh, I guess... More sentiment. Yeah, more sentiment and... Um, for sure. I guess uh, empathy no, or... Yeah. Sympathy. Yeah, for sure. She experiences a lot of growth. And that's something we talked about the other day, actually, because I find in films or even in life... We were, we were discussing about something else, but even people, when people are gossiping, let's say, it becomes something just to talk about and people forget that the people you're discussing are real people with real feelings. Yeah. Same thing here. I felt the exact same thing with her. To her, this was just a job. Yeah. I'm showing mm-hmm. up. I was in Vegas doing a gun thing. They just sent me here. This is a murder. Get it done. Ba 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 ba. Where's your daughter? Oh, you probably don't know because you're probably a bad dad. Ba 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 ba. Then he goes, oh, you think so, eh? And then reality hits her and she has that one. She goes, oh, I'm kind of being, even though I'm doing my job, I'm kind of I'm doing a piece of shit, ignorant type way. They show the wife cutting herself as well. That was was, so graphic. I was like, oh, and I wasn't expecting it. No. Mm -hmm. Like that door is closed for a fucking reason. And she opens it and he's like, oh yeah, go, go talk to her. And she's just like, okay. Because I could see it also in an officer standpoint. Like, you have to talk to both parents, right? Makes sense. But nobody would think that that would be a mother's reaction anyway. Like, not the first one. I don't know. I'm not a parent. Mm -hmm. But, like, to see herself cutting her all her arm, her hands, like, she's... Blood just rushing down. Yeah, like, there was blood everywhere. Like, it was a very graphic scene. Yeah. And for that... And then she... You could, that was like one of her first moments, I think, of like real empathy mm-hmm. throughout the film mm-hmm. where she like, and then closes the door. She's like, oh my God, like, obviously, yes, she's fucking upset. Her daughter is yeah. gone, dead. They don't know how she's been raped, like horribly abused. She ran miles barefoot in the freezing cold. Like Drowned the parents are suffering, Yeah, but yeah. her, it just didn't click until she saw that. I yeah. Think. Because Martin's grief was very much internal yeah so she couldn't see it and she interpreted that as oh you're just you don't care yeah but then back to what i was referencing about the relationship between the characters when he saw Corey, he breaks down down, because they are close they are friends they are let's say type of brothers he knows obviously Corey's been through this and that's where he has that race because he has that trust and that was something I really, really appreciate about this movie because you really felt that Corey, these were his, like you felt the closeness and the trust between the characters. And even though this was in an awful context, when I see movies like this, I've always wanted that type of friendship or closeness in my life Mm -hmm. because you could tell these people trust each other, like implicitly, like Mm -hmm. him and Martin, there's no effing around. And we were talking about earlier, that conversation they have on the porch where yeah so beautiful people maybe they want to give some wisdom or some nuggets on that's gonna make it better he goes no i'm just gonna level with you dude this doesn't get better but yeah 
in time, don't close yourself off because if you do that, you rob yourself maybe of the pain, but also of any good memories you have too. I just thought it was really well written and really well delivered. And I thought Jeremy Renner, again, I like the town because I think he's awesome and his Boston tough guy accent, but he does some real acting in this yeah. movie, which he's done before in The Hurt Locker and things like that. But that Bourne movie he did was atrocious. <laughs> I never watched it. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, we don't talk about that. A lot of his stuff as Hawkeye, he's not given much. He spent the first Avengers movie zombified. Yeah. But here and Tag and shit. <laughs> so true. And he's usually like the charming whatever guy. But yeah. in this one, you can see he did. There's something about Jeremy Renner that he reminds me a lot of Tom Hardy and that they can convey a lot of emotion with their eyes. For sure. With a look. Yeah. In this movie in particular, you can see that this is someone who's been through some things and yeah. you you feel that with them. He yeah. can, like that gravitas, he carries it. I love feeling that emotion in movies. Mm-hmm. And you just like you're you feel like you're kind of like a fly in the wall mm-hmm. in a sense, but you get to feel and absorb all the feelings in the room. That's you know, you have like amazing actors when they can portray and make you feel that way you're like i can feel this to my core yeah this is just a story that's being told on film obviously based on a true story but it's an insane perception the movie really makes you feel like you're there that you're with the character Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good point yeah um i just want to say again like the the combo with the martin and Corey. Mm -hmm. yeah that scene is just He's like, I want, I like, I wish I could tell you that it gets better, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that ugh, this movie needed, I don't know why it got nominated for nothing. No, no categories. Really? Nothing. A lot of the, a lot of the shit with that is you have to basically pay slash bribe. That's yeah, like, like the the film representatives need to endorse it and yeah. hedge their bets and this and that. But honestly, man. I, I wish now in hindsight, maybe that's something I'll start doing. I'll look at what else has been nominated that year, that year yeah. and say, how did this movie get chosen over this movie? I, I think it should have at least got a nomination for the script, for the cinematography. Yeah. And um, the score. The score, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I, I mean, like Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen, they work together in Avengers. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they have experience together, which I think really helps their. Um, dynamic in there whenever they're whenever they're in the same scenes together particularly at the end of the movie when yeah. she's uh when they're having that conversation he's like you know lucky you got away with your life just right they're they're yeah. awesome together yeah good they're, chemistry between characters mm-hmm. they're just and again so in a not hyper sexualized way yeah. because at the end of the movie something happens we'll get to it blah blah blah, blah, blah. she's in the hospital bed he's there making her feel better in, and when it's done in speed, Keanu and Sandra, it's like the 90s. You go, okay, this makes sense. In this movie, I go, don't don't shit the bed now. Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking make him kiss her or some shit. Yeah. And I was so glad they didn't. He just gave her a little toy. She laughed. He just starts reading a magazine. I go, ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Good. Very mature filmmaking For sure. done here. Yeah, I think that just applies with the script, right? Like, yeah, because the movie yeah. does deal with heavy uh, content when it comes sure. to you know sex or whatever. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Also, so I feel like if they were to lodge that in there, it'd be kind of like, what are you doing? And you, you know, know what, man? I 100 percent agree with that. But you hear these awful stories of editing rooms, and they go, 
the big, I always imagine a table full of really old white people going, mm, you know what'd be good here? I mm. <laughs> just ruined the director's vision. Yeah. Like you hear that all the time. That's why 10 years from now they come out with the whatever cut. Director's cut, yeah. Of right. this movie because you just, you hear awful, awful things. And then you see like, what a piece of shit this is. And they go, well, it's not, that's not exactly what I wanted to make. Yeah. But, you know. God bless. What would you say, beside the things we've touched about already, were your favorite moments or highlights of the film? Oh, my God. Um... For me, it was the quotes. This movie has some banger quotes. And I, of course, love quotes that are about vengeance and things. (laughs) So when Martin just looks at Corey and he goes... He goes, you're hunting the lions? He goes, well, no, I'm hunting this. And he just basically looks at him and goes... You find out who, where they stand. And he just goes, yep. Yeah. It's just under, like, no, why? Oh, are you, well, he just goes, no problem. Yeah. Done. Yeah. He just goes, oh, fuck. It's on now. Yeah, he's basically like, why are you hunting? Like, you hunt animals. Why are you doing this? And he's like, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, where they stand. Oh, so good. Like, the movie Mission understood. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Most, what you interpret, I immediately interpreted that to be his, ex-wife's house and then as the movie builds you go oh they lost the daughter probably led to the deterioration of their marriage mm-hmm. yeah very minority report but when the kid comes down with his gun he just hits him with a good quote right off the butt because he's coming down the stairs kind of enthusiastically his gun's not loaded but it's pointing it right at him and he goes yeah whoa guns loaded even if it ain't yeah you got to be careful <laughs> like oh that's such a good line Good call. And the dad and the son were wearing matching hats. Too. Yeah, matching so cowboy cute. hats. Yeah. And he's teaching him about the horse. He's like, "Let us with you." He's gonna know you forever now. Like he's getting him familiar with like his kind of world too, which I thought was really nice. But uh, mine was, I get so mad, I want to fight the world. Mm. I believe it was the son of, uh, like the Chip. Yeah. yeah, Chip's son, who said that. I was like, that's like. So, no, 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 Martin's son, and his yeah, name was Chip. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought that, like, that resonated with me. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, for a person who's pretty pissed off 5% of the time, <laughs> I was like, wow. And he's got so much to be mad about, right? Yeah. And then he's telling, he's like, you could have done so much. He's like, yeah, but, like, where I'm, look where I'm at. He's like, there's nothing I can fucking do here. Like, I mean, growing up in that setting, that must, you know, affect you in a certain way, oh, right? Sure. Or thinking your options are kind of limited by some chance and then I think closer to the end we find out that he gets um he kind of cleans himself up no and he kind of um it's definitely implied because yeah, Martin tells Corey after oh Chip it, called yeah, me for the first him. time in a yeah. year I guess I should go pick him up yeah and I think that's what the movie also does beautifully is it illustrates other people's ignorance to the troubles of others especially yeah. in this type of dynamic for Pete who was perfectly cast yeah because he just looks smarmy and very mm. melted candle, golemy, quasimodo-y. <laughs> and he's complaining and bitching and moaning at the Where end. Oh, there's nothing to do. Yeah. Where am I going to rape and kill her because I'm bored. Yeah, uh. there's no you And you go, this is an ignorant, spoiled, yeah. awful person who doesn't understand what real problems are. He probably also makes fucking bank. You know, when you get put in those places and those situations, like you make good fucking money. So you're, you have too much with not like, quote unquote, not enough to do, right? Like pick up a hobby. I don't know. Do something like, but I mean, 
raping and killing people that's your option because you're fucking bored and there's no women around according to you like open your fucking eyes you wow. ignorant little piece of shit yeah that guy sucked but he was oh. beautifully cast from the moment For he sure. comes on screen you just go this guy's such a I hate him guy. Like, automatically you hate I that just guy go, I'm a piece of shit judging a book by its cover, but that guy yeah. is, I go, that's the guy right there. Yeah. That's the piece of shit right there. And then he For was, sure. and I go, I fucking knew it. And it must, as an actor, that must kind of suck for you too, because you, you just go, you I can do this so well. I'm probably only going to get cast as this type of person. Yeah. And all respect to the actor. I didn't look him up or see his filmography, but I just go, he nailed that part. He should for only... Sure. Or you should always do parts like that. But that's got to suck too. Like Brad Pitt doesn't get cast in those roles. They go, right. leading man, Brad Pitt, take your shirt off. <laughs> Everyone's going to love you. Smile. Make shitty jokes, but everyone will laugh because you're Brad Pitt. And this guy, they go, piece of shit rapist. That's him. Yeah. That's your that's your part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but hey, fuck. It is they, what it they, is. They probably had him do the scene like at the end of the movie where he's like jibbling and you know, no, no fun. Yeah. yeah. They probably that's that's probably what they needed him to you know yeah. test out when they're looking for uh, Oh, like when he's auditioning. Auditioning, yeah. So because that that's that's not hard to uh, I mean like it's hard to do that with like stay serious and like because when he's like, Look, I'm not the law. Just tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And he's still like, he's like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah I did it. <laughs> so like, there's, there's a lot to that. Um, but the scene uh, with Chip, where they're knocking onto the door. Mm. Um, and then the, the guy answers and he's like, oh, hey. He's like, Where, where's Chip? He's like, oh, I don't, oh where, who are they looking for? You know, he was looking for one of the little feather brothers yeah because that guy was named sam yeah and he goes and oh he's in jail or something and he goes right. oh yeah I, like the the chief who's in a lot of movies that guy's one of those ben. guys yeah. yeah yeah he's great he is great but yeah that that scene was great Continue. yeah because then and then he comes out with the pepper spray and he sprays oh, the no that was a bear mace also um jane recovers from the bear mace like maybe you know through fbi training makes mm-hmm. sense but she recovers like pretty fast and she claps back and then unloads a whole clip yeah. into that guy. Yeah. I mean, also, I would imagine that there is quite a bit of adrenaline rushing through. For sure. For sure. But so, you're right. That yeah. You'd probably be trying to put like snow on your but eyes. But she got like, a, they both got a full dose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back like, in the day, like, my right friend had a little bit of dog mace and we just cranked it a little bit. We had to clear his house. But my cousin, he works corrections. So as part of their training, he showed me. It wasn't bear mace, but it was some type of liquid pepper spray. They go in the eyes. Then you have to basically do an obstacle course and try to stop an assailant, basically, just to prove if something happened, you could still react. Yeah. So I think you're right in in inferring from her training, Training. she was able to overcome. But a straight douse like that with that type of... And it's meant to stop a freaking bear. Yeah, their faces yeah. afterwards just look awful. Yeah, they're like, like that guy's a little bit yeah. of like movie. Okay, we need her to get this guy. So yeah, choo choo choo. Yeah, um, <laughs> but there's a there was a burning barrel inside that house. That's real. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, but wouldn't it be filled with smoke unless it, I guess open windows? But like, well, yeah, the half fuck? the trailer was torn off. Yeah, and like, 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 yeah, that's right. Okay, like, yeah. they, they had like boarded up windows and shit like that. There was yeah. some that didn't have because you could see the curtains blowing in the wind mm-hmm. as part of the thing. And then she's like going in and kind of allocating them with like the gun, trying to point it out. And she's like half fucking blind. 
Like, yeah, that trailer was fucking trash. Oh, it's like a crack den. Yeah. And honestly, it in Winnipeg, like anywhere, there are different parts of town. But when I know Zach, you worked for Hydro once upon a time, if you don't mind me mentioning. No, but of course. I also worked for a property management company. And they'll send you in the places, and it would look like that. They send you in the places where you would think this is LAPD just SWAT kicked down the door. Skid row. And there's just, like, there are places like that, even here in Winnipeg. You Mm. know, it's amazing how, what people can adapt to and make work for themselves. Because you look and you go, who, how, what, where, when, why? But those three dudes were just in there perfectly chill. If no one knocked on the door that day, they just would have stayed in there. Yeah, Yeah, they really um, didn't care. I've actually been in, you know, uh, Redwood Street off Maine? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was in an apartment there waiting for, uh, back when I was at Hydro. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this, the land uh, care, what do you call it? Like a caretaker? A caretaker. Yeah, a caretaker of the building. Mm-hmm. He came in, but the building itself, like, it was so bare-boned. Like, it looked mm-hmm. like an asylum. And he came in, and I was just, like, doing my job or whatever, and he's just talking to me. He had, like, four teeth. And cool. um, <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, man. Uh, there was a girl here. She was a she was a meth addict, and she had to cover all her windows with blankets to keep the heat in. And then she took a bucket and she lit a fire, but there was like some sort of like residue in the bucket, so the whole place oh, inflamed. Uh... The blankets caught on fire. The whole apartment was just absolutely trashed. Oh my god! And then there was a while I was waiting for the caretaker. There's some geeker man just going from the door back to his apartment, back to the door, back to his apartment, just tweaking, huffing, just. <laughs> Just being tweaked as fuck. I was like, I was, I don't even know what to do. Like, I was like, do I You're dip? Like, I paid like, enough for this shit. <laughs> I, I was nice to him. Like, I was like, hello. Like, hey. And he was just like, <laughs> had some arm in a cast, just geeking out. I was, yeah, man. Well, yeah, like, it, you have to be careful tough, with those kind man. of crowd because, like, they're way stronger than you think. Like, when you're, like, on those kind of drugs and shit, like, even those guys. Like, I'm surprised that he didn't, like, go straight at them in the beginning. Well, he got he got shot, right? Like, she un- she unloads the clip into him. After, yeah. yeah. And then Ben comes up, and he's, like, still, you can see he's still breathing. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, we got to get an ambulance. Yeah. And he's like, just leave him. Yeah. Like, the EMT's going to be here in an hour. Just leave him. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was, like, like hearing that... Like, if let's say he, the hospital was right next door, he maybe would have survived. Sure, sure, sure. But the cop maybe. was just like, leave him. Just yeah. no remorse, just leave him. Like, he's done. Yeah. There's no way you make it, which is nuts, man. Yeah, it's tough living, but the toughest of all tough. So when Zach first told me about the movie, he goes, don't look up the cast list. Oh. Unfortunately, Netflix spoiled it for me. For when I clicked on the movie, it showed, they usually say the top three stars my man John Bernthal, the Punisher. So the movie, I'm waiting and go, who? What part is he gonna play? Yeah. Then he ends up playing Martin's daughter, who was killed. Natalie, right. her boyfriend. Who, right. At first, the movie classic implies he did it. It's yeah, because it's always then, the boyfriend, the yeah, husband. And then it turns and it shows he's actually an awesome dude. And yeah. he's protecting but her. Gla- classic John Bernthal. That guy, again, can convey emotion with his eyes. It's yeah. always the same emotion, menace yeah. and straight malice. Because from the second, you can see how sweet he could be with her. Yeah. And then the other dudes come in and he changes. Oh. And yeah. he just goes, you're not going to get fuck face out of here? Yeah, he's like, get him out you're of here. You're not going to get fuck face out of here? And dude, when he starts doing his full Shane, full Frank Castle... Frank Grunt. Castle, Grunt, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. and he just starts tuning up six guys. 
you go, oh fuck. He, he was and embodying the punishment. He was doing good punishment. at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then you know, it's and it's just, and it's just against tough. One. And it's just disappointing because you can see these are guys he's been with. Obviously, the way he was talking about his life and how he wanted to live in this little village with her. It just shows how sweet he was. <laughs> but these were guys he had a relationship with. Yeah. It honestly, you just saw the betrayal on his face because he... It started to go shitty where the guy, Pete, the rapist guy, came yeah. in. And you could see him change. But he, you just saw he had that moment where he goes, okay... You're kind of the ringleader steward or whatever the guy's name was. Curtis, yeah. You're or Curtis, you're gonna grab yeah. him, right? And then he realized he's not going to. Dude, I used to hang out with these guys, I used to hang out with men. I'm not nearly the same situation, but we were playing cards, we used to play cards, eh? And my one friend, he's super cheap. So the whole game he'd check, fold, <laughs> check. And as long as he's in the game, he would have done that for nine hours if we let him. Oh my but the shit. second he was out, hurry up, let's go. Blah, blah. Oh and I just God. said, man, like, fuck off, okay? Yeah. Like, and then he took offense. And I go, but like, really? Because if one person tells you to fuck off, you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I go, no, no, like, right? Like, we don't need to be offended, but right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. we all tell him, he'll go, oh, okay, sorry. But nobody backed me up. And I remember just how... Like, it sounds foolish, but, like, I felt let down. I felt, oh, okay, you guys aren't backing me up, but I'm right. Yeah. So I didn't hang out with any of those guys ever again. Yeah. And so he goes, Curtis, you're going to handle this, right? You're going to handle this? And then, but he doesn't. He just verbally, he's like, yeah, Pete, get out yeah, of here. Yeah, so he's like, okay. So he goes, throws him out, closes the door. And then, obviously, because this was, like, a flashback scene, yeah. you know how it goes. But, oh, man. Also, Jocelyn's hands are up and <laughs> almost jazz fingers, but not quite. How they like switch to that scene. The knock knock. Great. Holy shit. Great. I yeah. was like, this is so beautifully done. Knock knock. All of a sudden you're going back and it's her. She's alive. She's seeing her boyfriend. They're going in for some sexy time. You know, oh, like the guys like the are. the Punisher, bro. <laughs> That's the sexiest The guys are supposed to be in town for the night or whatever. And then they all come back. They're obviously like fucking tanked. And then obviously mm. she goes south. But. I thought, I'm like, wow. I'm like, that was so well done. Down to like the knock. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. And then when fucking Elizabeth Olsen gets her fucking chest yeah. out with that shotgun. Jane, get away from the yeah, door. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so to clarify, what happens is, maybe let's go back to one, like five minutes before that and the buildup of that scene. Okay. Because yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. that was my favorite moment yeah. of the oh, film do you, do you yeah. want to take this one well i should explain that um when they raid the crackhead's house they find out that um natalie's boyfriend's name was matthew and that he worked at the drill site which yeah. is where these scumbags all live so they get a little posse together and they head down there and jeremy Corey, he splits off to do his hunting the lions from which he was originally which, hired yeah, to do which was right. he originally going to do so he leaves the the posse and they pull up and it's private property. So they have their own security for this place. They have their own weapons. Like no cop is allowed to be there, like from the reserve or from the nearest town. If you're on this property, it's what the, the security says goes, basically. So they pull up mm. on these guys and they're like, oh, hey, we're looking for Matthew. And they're like, oh, yeah, so are we. We haven't heard from him. Uh, he got in a John fight. Do you know where he John is? Berthold, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he got into a fight with his girlfriend. Uh, we haven't seen him since. Like, uh, They're playing it off. And they, their faces are all beat up. They've got bruises and cuts. Um, and Jane, she's like, 
oh, what, what happened to your face? And he's like, oh, we have to do a perimeter every, every couple hours and you should see the trees around here. Like you get hit in the face, mm-hmm. it's game over essentially. Um, and more security guys keep coming. And then eventually all of the cops are flanked and they're, they are, uh, Jocelyn and I are nodding yeah, in unison. Like, they're basically getting circled like yeah. sharks. Cause um, you could tell like right away. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, this is not going to, cause like, yeah, they were yeah. like being surrounded by yeah. them and you're and like, Oh, more guards just keep coming from different areas with bigger weapons. And so one of the cops, uh, from the posse, he re- he sees it and he's like, why are you flanking me? Why are you flanking me? And he pulls his, draws his weapon and tells everyone like back mm-hmm. the fuck off. And then everyone draws their weapon and it's this huge scream fest. And then Jane finally uh, pulls rank and says, look, this is federal land. You know, yeah. I have jurisdiction. All you guys shut the fuck up, including the cops. So then they split to their sides. There's some more talking. Um, and yeah, then it gets to the door scene. Yeah. So then she, they say, oh, well, that's where Matt would bunk. Yeah. Peter's in there. He's sleeping. Wake him up. So she's knocking on the door. Then the door opens. And then you see and the tra- John Burenthal because then it reverts back to whatever the events that transpired before the film yeah. began and the murder and, oh, and so forth so and her that. escape. But that scene, this movie did in that six minutes what Armageddon did in the first two minutes and did it way better. Because <laughs> Armageddon and even the fifth element, it was just aggressive escalation. Yeah. Two hours, the meteor, the bomb, the this. Yeah. This was so, so, so subtle. Yeah. You meet these group of guys, and I don't know about you, and even myself as a 31 identifiable Caucasian dude, whenever I see a group of like six, looks like they like to have a lot of beers, white guys, I'm gonna go, these guys are a bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah. no good can come from You here. just, and that's what the movie designs you to feel. But yeah. then I thought, maybe they're playing me like they did with Matt. You know, they're making it seem like it's him. You know, yeah. maybe it's too obvious. So they're kind of playing along. Bah, 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 bah. And then, like you said, he goes, why are you flanking me? And that brings me back to one of my favorite quotes from earlier, where she's FBI, she's trained FBI, but Jeremy Renner is a scout. Yeah. That's what he does. And something I've always told myself I would do one day is if I have enough money and time and prioritize enough, I'd want to hire someone to teach me how to track or learn what berries to eat and yeah. shit like that because i think that's so awesome he tells her you're looking for clues but missing all the signs mm-hmm. he goes you may be able to solve cases in idaho but this is the wilderness you don't know shit about here lady open up wake up like use your eyes see what's really going on yeah when the officer who says he's flanking me and she goes no shut up no he's not he says to her you didn't see that? Yeah. You're not seeing this because she's missing the signs. She's yeah. not yeah. paying attention. I know. I was like, the second they all started kind of crowding them, I was like, uh-oh. But I kind of mm. had that like weird gut feeling in me. I'm like, these bros up to no. And then they yeah. started piecing together. I still kind of thought maybe the boyfriend had something to do with mm-hmm. it at that point. Mm. But I was like, no, nothing is good is coming from this they're yeah. surrounded and then the cop called it right away and i was like yeah she's not you're right she wasn't paying attention she's not looking mm. right and then you know all hell breaks loose right but also i like how um jane doesn't reveal to um the the security guards that natalie's dead yeah she, right she that was their big tell that yeah. was their big giveaway because he goes 
Oh yeah, Matt, uh, his girlfriend Natalie took off running and then she was dead and we figured we didn't know her. She goes, oh, how'd you know that? We never said that. He goes, oh yeah, you must have. It was on the radio or whatever. Which is a classic thing that happens in all movies. Mm -hmm. Somebody just lets something slip because, you know, even in a high stress situation like that, they know the heat's coming. Think about just your regular life when somebody's bullshitting you yeah. and you know they're slipping and instead of just admitting it, they just go full Dane Cook. I'm going to barge through this with even more outrageous lies. Yeah. yeah. She's FBI. She can fish that out. He's going, oh yeah, no you did. And she's going, no I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And his decision was insist. No, yes you did. <laughs> no I didn't, you know. So that, that scene was just beautifully executed. So the door doesn't open. She eats around from a shotgun at close range to the chest. You assume she's gone. It turns out she has body armor. So then it's an instant standoff. The cops are shooting the yeah, guards. The guards West. are shooting them. Pa, 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 pa. Meanwhile, of course, the lion's dead is just on the hill. Hawkeye comes Night in and starts call of dutying fools hardcore. Straight to the heart also. Mm -hmm. Like he was aiming straight to the heart as they were all just like going down. I was like, yeah. damn, look at that aim, bro. He's yeah, their deaths on. were super satisfying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they deserve to die. reflects their quality as antagonists because sure. you don't know who the antagonist is throughout the film. Yeah. Then when it's revealed to be these guys, they kill it. Oh, yeah. From the minute they show their face, you go, okay, these guys are pieces of shit. Fuck yeah. these guys. Then they be extra shitty, confirming your instincts, which simultaneously makes you go, fuck, I'm good at watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know those guys are fucking yeah. pieces of shit. I knew it. <laughs> then they start being shitty and yeah. then shittier. And then and you then go, boom. oh, fuck. And then the Hawkeye comes in yeah. and kicks the shit out of everyone. You go, ah, oh, that's quality. Take a long drag. <sighs> <laughs> we should mention, though, that um, when he finds the lions, he notices a little trail mm -hmm. yeah he goes up the trail and he finds a like seriously dismembered body barely unrecognizable and then he sees the tracks go back down into yeah. the camp where these security guards are so i'm guessing you know that's where they dumped matt's body let the lions let eat the it. lions eat it yeah. yeah so for sure that was gross yeah I was like, Ooh. the lions were just chilling in there. Yeah, though. the lions he put were the so flashlight. Cute. They gave him a little growl on. He was gonna take them out. That's he what was. he was hired to do. He said, "Oh, time's up" or something. But then, like you said, it caught his eye, and that took precedent. Which leads me to one of the unanswered questions: Why didn't they just have the lions kill Pete at the end? I thought that'd be so satisfying. Oh. He's running, choking, that and then saber tooth tiger fucking starts pulling him apart. But no, he never did what he... Obviously, he did something far more important, but he never killed the lions after. No. no. I think no. Uh, the reason why Pete died the way that he did is to... Like, Natalie, she ran six miles. Yeah. It was Pete, so symbolic. Yeah, yeah. Pete ran mm -hmm. maybe, what, 600 yards? Not even? He ran 25 feet. Yeah. yeah, 20, like, yeah. yeah. But Jerry Renner gives him that dig. Yeah. He goes, you'll have the same chance she got. Be a warrior. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, bud. And because he knew, he goes, this guy's soft. He, he anybody who does shit like that is soft. So go for it. But you couldn't handle the quiet. Okay, go run to the highway, dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, um, the silence and the snow, that's the only thing that my family has left. Yeah. And he's like, we survived for many years with this. So it just shows that Pete is a stupid fucking pussy ass uh, bitch. Just 
Disgusting human. Yeah. Ugh. Greasy ass yeah. motherfucker. In the words of Steven Seagal from the classic Out for Justice, he's a chicken shit pussy asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and he's freaking about yeah. his about his boots. Where's yeah. my boots? Where's my boots? <laughs> my boots. And then his little southern accent comes from because they're all from fucking Texas, and you're like, yeah. okay, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Those guys sucked so bad. Yeah. Also, another unanswered question I had was at the beginning when Jane first pulls up. Jeremy Renner goes from the house to her car, says, oh, are you lost? Follow me. And then I suppose you're supposed to interpret it that they go farther, but it seems like they only go 10 feet yeah, into the driveway. <laughs> I go, wow, they're really throwing her under the bus here. Yeah. <laughs> this person is out of her element. Mm-hmm. She couldn't go 10 more feet by herself to park her car. Okay. And my last unanswered question was one thing I hate in movies is everyone I interpret it because I'm a Tom Cruise stan they want to show I could do stunts too so we're doing this beautiful cinematic skyline shots of Jeremy Renner skidooing everywhere then literally for about two seconds they show his face on it then they cut away again to a long just to show you in case you didn't know Jeremy Renner can skidoo yeah. I go yeah but we also could have just interpreted that or guessed or who yeah. gives a fuck we, we know. it's not an incredible stunt <laughs> yeah because yeah, they shot this like actually at the reserve yeah right. so there's no bullshit in the snowmobile like yeah. oh green screen yeah like yeah. that's well, not some of those guys had cool tricks they were doing one leg yeah, yeah one leg I, I was, I was like, like damn, okay that's okay cool. i mean i've never been on a snowmobile but i can imagine it oh, yeah. i've heard it's like the quad of the snow it's like it's like mm, well said i was going once man oh, on really? the side of the highway i was passing cars like I was going fast and my buddy was up ahead of me and all of a sudden he hit the brakes and slammed it. So I slammed the brakes and I slid and I swear to God, I stopped just like right in front of him. Oh my Dude, God. I almost crashed into him, but I didn't. I was like, he turns around and he's like, oh, hey. I'm like, yo, you have no idea. <laughs> See, dude, this is why Italian parents don't let their kids do shit like that. And that's why even now at 31, I still won't be allowed to because you just told that story. And my mom's going to hear this and I'm never going to be able to ride a skid in my life. Uh, Angela's <laughs> mom, it's okay. They're a lot of fun as long as he wears a helmet. No, be okay. Dude, one day I'll show you the video of me telling my mom that I was going to fight. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh yeah. dude. She goes, I am very, very, very upset. <laughs> I'm full stereotype. She was cooking meatballs or something. <laughs> she goes, no, no, no. So oh, now man. it'll be the same reaction. If I tell her, mom, Zach and I are going to go ride skidoos. Jocelyn and Tyson are coming too. She's going to go, no. Yeah. <laughs> body. There shall be no. My mom is basically Bobby Boucher's mom. Everything is the devil. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of like my mom. I, she doesn't like it when I do anything extreme. She never liked it when I surfed or when I was quadding or like <laughs> anything extreme. Even when I started to come train, she's like, but what about your knees, Jocelyn? Your knees? <laughs> Jocelyn. You don't have good knees. That's what are you going to do? Oh, my God, Jocelyn. This is so stupid. You are old. Like. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm getting very... Tony Montana slash Rosie Perez vibes from Jocelyn's mom. And I'm here for it. She is a boss ass bitch. My so mom your mom's going to come on tall. the podcast? My, my mom loves movies. Oh, um, my mom's five feet tall. I have her exact face, but has like the most perfect silver hair. Because we stopped coloring. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. Do you do it? 
I yeah, but like she stopped coloring her hair. She has the perfect silver hair. <laughs> no, but like video. naturally grows oh. out silver now. Like she like grew out her color because of uh, COVID and stuff. But oh, we wow, like yeah, yeah. would do fun things. Like I was purple and like I did some cool shit with it. She's like all about it. Oh, she's like nice. she's a cool mom, you know. She's like hip mom. I'm a cool mom. She's a cool mom. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you guys have any unanswered questions that you discovered while watching it? I feel like I did, and I didn't write it down, and now I can't remember. Um, I don't think I did, to be honest. And if, and if I did, the movie just answered it later. Yeah, but, there was a lot of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sensing a high score. Yeah. <laughs> nice, because my dad, when he goes, you only gave Armageddon five? What a, what a traitor. Fucking traitor. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I go, listen. I go, first of all, you spent the whole movie asleep and then shitting on it. Number one. Number one and two. And number three, I go, I had three pages of edits. Yeah. If you have three pages of edits, bro, I mean, you can't be podium. You can't be podium. Yeah. So no edits, no unanswered questions. What did you feel about the protagonist? Like, obviously, uh, Corey, Corey. Jeremy Renner, like the antagonist killed it. Yeah. My man, JR, the Hawkeye, the Hurt Locker himself. What'd you think? He Man. did a phenomenal job, in my opinion, I think playing so the proper character, especially once he started opening up mm-hmm. his character. Or like like you said, seeing his interactions with other characters that he was closer with. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, like them hugging together, him telling him the advice, this doesn't get better. Don't lose your good memories of her. You know, you have a boy to live for. No, my boy's into drugs. You still have a boy to live for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's he really plays the part of A... A sweet ass hunter, B, <laughs> a caring father, C, a good friend. Yeah. You know, like he covers all of that area with still having this like stone cold fox face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even at the end when uh, the uh, Martin, he has his death face on mm-hmm. and then he talks to Corey for a bit and he says, oh, Chip called me. Yeah. And then afterwards he's like, do you want to like, can you sit with with me here for a moment yeah. and he's like Corey says I ain't going anywhere yeah man. just great great stuff yeah like, that that moment there was really touching but then it was haunting because then he goes because Jeremy Renner is obviously Caucasian but he's been immersed in indigenous culture and a part yeah. of that community for a long time and he goes oh this is your war face because Martin had some sort of ancestral tribal face paint on he goes i didn't know that's what it looked like and then martin goes yeah me neither there's no one left to teach me or show me just go fuck yeah that's sad you know because it's just tough because you know when you're on the when you're obviously blessed in certain aspects you it's as much as you may want to try it's almost impossible to fully comprehend what true basically genocide is like mm-hmm. yeah like to just have your history and everything basically erased forcibly extracted from you and he just goes he just wanted to express himself in a true authentic way and obviously he did but he goes i don't even know if i'm doing this right because yeah. i don't know that's so you know sad. what i like so and, I, and, what I, and i saw there's a little bit of controversy that some people felt that moment was force fed in the movie but the reason why I feel it didn't is because you didn't have Jeremy Renner giving him an old, oh, you know, but that's okay. He just let that moment breathe yeah. and yeah. just didn't say anything and just sat there with him, like you said. Because sometimes 
people don't want you to say shit. Yeah. They just want you to just listen. share the, just be just, there in just that listen moment to with them. them. You yeah, know what I mean? Just listen. Which was right in line with the character of Corey as he's displayed himself to be the whole movie. So, but just once again, the writing of this film, I really appreciated the fact that, and once again, do you know what, what's the gentleman's name who wrote and directed the movie? Oh, um, it was Taylor Sheridan. Does that sound right? Something yeah. Like Taylor that. Sheridan. Okay. I just thought once again, Sicario, he really immersed himself so and good. became knowledgeable with that type of world. Mm -hmm cartels mexico and i feel he must have obviously done the same thing here yeah. i felt obviously who am i to say but as a viewer i i appreciated the fact that it, he seemingly was very gracious and respectful of the culture once again not that i know but it at least comes across that way because yeah. there's been lots of movies where that isn't the case yeah and, you and just they go, botch Ooh. it yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the movie is insulting, right? It's very real. Especially when it comes real. to such a touching yeah. subject, and especially in the end when they throw, they don't have stats for Native women that have gone missing yeah. in the states, and I'm sure ours are very lackluster compared to what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, so the fact that he did really make it as like what I think is authentic was amazing. Yeah, I mean, just. Apparently his movies, he called them different sagas of the American frontier. That's how apparently he viewed these three films. The cartels, Hell or High Water was very, if I remember correctly, cowboys, it's Texas. Like, um, it's like a uh, robbery, like thieves. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like crime. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like the setting and here it's more oh, gotcha. like winter. Yeah, gotcha. North, you know what I mean? So I just thought it was just really well done. Um, yeah. It, it's the Cannes Film Festival, right? Is that yes. It? Okay. I, I, I asked my dad, I was like, is it the Cane or is it the Cannes? <laughs> so I'd make sure I'm getting it right. Uh, but this film got eight minutes of standing innovation. There you go, wow. Dan. So it's just, it, yeah, it's fucking amazing. That's cool. So just to confirm, no edits. Eight minutes of standing ovation. Is it, is it time to rank, bruh? So I got I got at? one little one little trivia kind of cool information. Ooh. Ooh, that's some, please I feel tell. like I should make another or we should get Kim to make another song that we played like do 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 trivia time. Zach's trivia. Okay, so John Bernthal lost four toenails during the trailer scene, and he, he like obviously did his own stunts. But while he was beat, but like. Why was bodying out. dudes throwing fucking potatoes <laughs> yeah, at people? Yeah, he was barefoot, so he lost four toenails. Fuck. Out of, out of that, what's he in the movie? Seven minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Th uh, two, uh, five of the minutes he's in bed, two of the minutes he's fighting. Yeah. So out of two minutes, he lost four toenails. Jesus That's Christ. two toenails a minute. That's <laughs> the power of him fucking and fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on screen for seven minutes. Half is in bed, half is fucking people up. Yeah. <laughs> lost four toenails. Do you even know what I'm capable of? Yeah, That's just insane. crazy, man. Like That's mental. Mm -hmm. That's super gross. Dude, if you ever want to hear or receive some crazy insight into John Bernthal as a person, he did, was it on Joey Diaz's podcast? He talked about when he was growing up and the evil he had inside of him. And dude, I, insane. He goes, I went to a party and I had my dog because John Bernthal loves dogs. He goes, and I saw a guy and instantly I knew he was like me, so I didn't like him. So I tried to leave and the guy called his dog over. So he tries to get the dog back. Guy won't give the dog back. John Berthal clocks him, lays him out. 
F's up all his friends basically <laughs> single-handedly. And he had started to become famous, whatever. Cops take him away, they throw him in jail. They go, buddy, if he doesn't wake up, you're done. It was an hour later, the guy had to wake up, goes, you're done. Oh, and shit. apparently he said he prayed to God and said, if you get me out of this, I won't do shit. Like I'll change my life. He goes, but if you don't and I have to do this, he goes, I'm ready to be whoever I have to be to take over this fucking jail. Oh my wow. God. But the way he says it, like the guy doesn't say it to sound cool. He's just a different dude. Yeah. Fuck. And that's right when you start hearing, you're yeah. like, this guy fucking means it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he knows the rage. Yeah. yeah like sure. I referenced Steven Seagal earlier and in his movies when he <laughs> fights people, it's very, you guys come at me one at a time. I'm yeah. going to hit you with a piece of Kubasaw. Just come <laughs> out. Like, very Austin Powers, judo yeah, yeah, chop, yeah. judo chop. When John Bernthal ambushes dudes, you're like, holy fuck. He's like, like, you think he's, he's like an army of 10. Yeah, yeah. like, you think he's going to win. You yeah. know they already found his body mutilated in the forest, but you go, oh no, he's the Punisher. He'll win. Yeah. Maybe he's got a chance. You yeah, know, you go, like, he doesn't win, but he still kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's so heartbreaking because she knows they're going to beat him to death. But yeah. she leaves because she knows that's what he would want. You just go, oh, that's yeah, so awful. She takes him in it. When she finally yeah. escapes and she puts her jacket on, she looks. She pauses for like maybe two yeah, seconds. A solid and he's and go. Yeah, they're just yeah. like, you can't even see him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know he's getting fucked up. And she's like, well, he'd probably want me to leave because yeah. if she stayed, she she's- probably would have. Dying. Yeah. Been raped that, 10 yeah. times over. Yeah, and Just tough, man. Yeah. Just tough. Again, this movie's so good, but am I going to watch it very soon? Probably not. Will I watch it again? Yes. 100%. But just, ooh, yeah. heavy, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah. Heavy. Really heavy. Just Marty McFly, heavy. Why yeah. is everything so heavy in the future? <laughs> Start something wrong with Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> heavy, man. Zach just coming at us with the heavies. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with Honey Boy, I never saw that one, right? So that was all new to me. But yeah. this one I've seen, but not in a long time. So it was nice to revisit it. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Don't worry, man. My picks will be here to fucking balance us out. <laughs> Don't oh. worry. They're, they're not the, all going to be heavy. I got the solid five out of tens coming our way, baby. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't even worry you're about it. You're a five it. out of ten. Hey, oh you're already prepping. I'm I already know. To I know see. there's a prejudice against me. I, I know, <laughs> I'm very curious to know what's next for you. Yeah, you should be. But now. Rankings. 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 Okay. Where are we at, bro? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I said it before. This movie should have got Oscars. Everything about it is great. Acting, music, scenery, cinematography, editing. I can go on. My Oscars. old rating is a ten out of ten. Oh, shit. And it stayed the same. It's 10 out of 10, baby. Wow. Shit. That's golden buzzer right there. Yeah, the first 10 out of 10 of the show. Wind wow. River's a 10 and out of 10. he closed his book, clicked his pen, slipped it in, and put it on the table. <laughs> 10, take it or fuck off, the Damn. kid says. Yeah. He said what he said. Put some respect on the name. Wind River. Jocelyn. Okay, I really liked this film. I really liked it. But... Uh, you brought up a good point. Now, this was my ranking before, and I'm going to keep it as that. Uh, Watchability-wise, like, would I watch this right away? Actually, probably because Tyson didn't get to watch it with me because she was shoveling. Uh, Frida watched it with you. Frida watched it with me. With, as Zach pointed out, some sweet PJs. Yeah, she's got Mm -hmm. some cute PJs. That's not her only pair, obviously. Frida is Jocelyn's (laughs) pup. Um, and, um... Yeah, so Tyson's shoveling the back because I shoveled the front the day before, and I'm still sore from it. 
But well, he's like the opposite of that city guy's wife. Yeah. It's like the reverse. <laughs> um, I gave this movie an eight and a half out of ten. Ooh, nice. That's strong. Solid. That's strong. Yeah. I strong. really enjoyed this film. It was super heavy, but I loved so much about it that it is definitely very up there in my books. Mm-hmm. You know, I would totally watch it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved the costuming, even like the snowsuit, everything. Like it was just so well done. She's about to talk herself into a nine. No, no, I know. I, I said by eight and a half out of ten. She's like, no, fuck off. <laughs> I said eight and a half. Solid. Eight and a half, solid for me. That's good. Very That's cool. a good score. Yeah. Strong. These are high scores. Yeah, yeah, honestly, dude. Like I said. I thought the Hawkeye killed it. John Bernthal, that that's a star in itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a Mario sixty four. <laughs> that just gets a star on his own because I think he's great. And yeah, man, the fact that he wasn't nominated for Jack makes it very simple. Jack Tug Speedman, they should have got Oscar. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, bro, um, I'm gonna go nine. Ooh, yeah, I love it because again. The only question I don't know is why he dragged the wolf after he shot it at the beginning. Mm. He was carrying everything else, but he dragged the wolf. I'm sure there was some sort of benefit to doing that. I tried to Google it. I don't know. One day when I become Winnipeg's best scout, (laughs) I will know myself. And sure, not entirely rewatchable immediately, but this movie was very lean and mean and it delivered. It, It was a solid choice, man. Thank well you. done. This is yeah. our highest ranking. Yeah. 10 plus 8.5 plus 9. Bro, how good's your math? What does that leave us? 27.5. Am I there we go. Yeah. There you go. Damn. Yes, sir. 27.5, baby. Out of 30, bro. She high. That's that high. is high. That is high. Now, what I told Zach the other day is, I think for the 10th episode, I'm going to break down our top 10 movies which are the only movies that we have done. And see where we rank. Okay. See if anything dethrones Armageddon as the worst. We're going to have to do a real, like, Matthew Broderick's Inspector Gadget. We'll do this kind of fucking... We'll do a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce deserves better. Come on. Come on. But, yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. But without a question, this is number one gold, podium, all the love and adoration to this movie. It's number one right now. Undisputed, undefeated. Yep. Raining, well, defending. Then. Okay, now, mm. what's your next You're up pick? next. Oh, shit. I, th- I think you might have told me earlier, but I don't know Did if I, I don't Did know I if you guys in your no. like, little chat well, without me. What the, the fuck? I am coming to the you gym. Then you can yeah. talk. I'm going to be uh, Sweat Equity Fitness newest member. Yeah, there we go. Not for anything, but... Jocelyn's not even a member of my jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, wow, you guys are You guys sorry. have conversations. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I have dog treats, so Frida can come too. Well, yeah, but Frida... She she, well, she's good with people. She's not good with other puppies. So. Oh, don't worry. She Well, sometimes other puppies are around. Right, and friends. then she would go AWOL. Yeah, I have Moo and Rex and stuff. So. Yeah, she would start a fight. Yeah, and Jocelyn affectionately refers to her muscle. as a chola. <laughs> I was introduced to Frida as her being a little chola. Yeah, she's my little cholita. Oh, yeah. the cholita, bruh. But what movie did I say? Because I don't even remember now. I think you told me you were going to do Casino Royale. Ooh, oh. that is a fucking banger movie. Yeah. I did reference it a bunch. <laughs> so subconsciously, that's it. Sold. Okay. James oh, Bond, all right. Casino Royale. <laughs> Solid choice. 
And you guys will realize, see, I say stairs. I slip that in the conversation with people to suss them out to see if they're fucking cool or not. Oh I'll be God. like, oh, I'm just going up the stairs. And then I see how they react. And if they don't react, I go, see, fucking not cool. Not cool. <laughs> Didn't get it. It's also revealing how I say, oh, they don't understand my obscure reference. They're not cool. Yeah. But I'm so cool because I get it. But now I will create an army of people who will hear this episode and get it. And we shall be the cool ones. We'll be stairs. Stairs. And that will be our first 30 for 30. Do you think that's the first 10 out of 10 for all of those? Dude, that movie fucking rocks. And it's so fucking rewatch. Pacing and length could be, you know, but the fact (laughs) that it ends and it builds and it builds and the last line of the movie is Bond. James Bond, and you go, oh, that's 10. Uh, How is it not 10? Also, the fashion in that movie is fucking unbelievable. Tom Ford, bro. Like, just rocking the Tom Ford suits the whole time. Even me with my Costco extra larges, even I know James (laughs) Bond looks like a fucking champion in that movie. There's some really great quotes in that movie. Dude, James Bond fires him off at the ladies, man. Mads Mikkelsen. Bad guy, one eye, still sexy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And did you see what Mads Mikkelsen looked like in his prime, bro? Fuck. He was just, a wolf. Fuck, man. That's just <laughs> a good-looking dude, bro. Yeah. But that's next week. This is this week. 27 and a half. Wind River. Shout out to Garish for our amazing cover art. Shout out to Kalen for nailing these sick beats. Shout out to y'all for being here. Thank mm-hmm. you for being here. Last words. Hit him with it. Shout out to Sweat Equity Fitness, best gym in Winnipeg. E-Trans will come through later, bro. Thanks. <laughs> Jocelyn? I'm going to be Sweat Equity Fitness' newest member. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! That's right. Let's go. Let's go put some iron. L-F-G, baby. Go. I think we're going to get an A. Little dance. Oh, yeah. that was fun. We just great. sprinkled the chocolate sprinkles on that tiramisu. Yeah. yeah. Now it looks <laughs> fucking professional. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, just nailed that shit. Uh, We're gonna have a billion subscribers. 